I'm Tony Lombardi with the Word on the Street, sponsored by Royal Farms. The NFL substance abuse policy is a joke, and although no one asked me, that's by design. Players are tested generally between mid-April and mid-August, and it's usually done when players are all together, primarily as part of the league's effort to reduce the cost of testing. Once tested, players are not tested again for one year. If busted for the first time, a player enters stage one of the league's drug program for 90 days. Stay clean, and you exit the program. No penalty, essentially a do-over after 90 days. Only careless players are those who have been coddled their entire careers and have fostered a massive sense of self-entitlement get caught. The so-called randomness of the test are actually fairly predictable and when combined with the masking agents available to players, you have to be pretty stupid to get caught. But once players pass, they have nearly a full calendar year to unleash their inner Snoop Dogg. You might ask yourself why the league's substance policies are rather lax. Maybe the league thinks that marijuana is by far the lesser evil when compared to painkillers like Vicodin, and with good reason. Let's face it, these players play a brutal sport consisting of men who are bigger and faster and train more vigorously than ever. They use cutting-edge equipment on state-of-the-art fields, both intended to maximize performance. I'm not a rocket scientist, but when you increase mass and you increase velocity, the impact is more violent. The level of pain increases. And so, too does the temptation to use marijuana in the National Football League. I'm Tony Lombardi.